Coco. Welcome back to the Bad Gamecast. This is Jake. This is Jason. And this time we played Remothered Broken Porcelain. Oh, God, that's the actual title of the game. <laughs> yeah, not uh, Mom Again, Busted Toilet, or Remom 2, Electric Boogaloo, or... Uh... <laughs> yeah, you can keep going. I called this the million different things yeah. while we were playing it. Yeah, no, same. <laughs> uh, let's see. Remothered Broken Porcelain, the prequel sequel to Remothered. I didn't bother writing down or remembering what the name was. Released October 2020, developed by Stormmind Games, published by Daryl Arts, Modus Games, and Maximum Games. You know, what other Maximum Games did we do? Because there's a few. What is it? Maximum Games. Or maybe I get them confused with the family whatever games. I don't know. Uh, More importantly, though... And a special shout out to uh, this uh, this sick fuck. This being uh, designed and directed by Chris Daryl of uh, Daryl Arts when you know it. <sighs> Man. Before we get into it, I want to say this game feels like somebody wanted to be a Richard Harris, but by way of Deadly Premonition. Yeah, I want to say that I hated this game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, like, because not only the moths, the Death's Head moths, mm-hmm. um, but also straight up Mason Verger, straight up fucking Clarice. Like, damn, damn. And, like, if, if like, because that's, like, <clears throat> that's the, going for that, like, Silence of the Lambs fucking Hannibal bullshit is, uh, like, you're, you're setting yourself for a, a high mark there. And then just, like, stumbling as you get up to it and face planning. Like, what, what? Can, I don't know how you want to do the plot, and I'm super eager to uh, like sit here. And you know what? This time, I'm not even going to bother to correct you because I don't care. Before this morning, when I was uh, sitting down trying to get ready, I pulled up a video for a story recap, just as a refresher, right? And then I started it and realized that I couldn't give a shit less. The way that it's presented is a fucking mess. It's all non-linear, and it's stupid, and I hate it, and Jason, take it away. Oh! Yeah, so the game starts and you get the option of, hey, did you play the first game? And like any good God-fearing individual, we absolutely didn't. (laughs) So it gives you a recap. Actually, I kind of appreciated that. Oh, yeah, because if they didn't, I would have been so lost. I mean, I was lost anyway, but it was nice that... No, no, I was lost in the everything they were trying to tell was backwards and dumb, but I at least kind of generally knew who some of the characters were. They also go, like, it's a pretty in-depth recap, too. Yeah, no, they they cover what I assume is the whole first game. Yeah. Uh, some lady goes to this abandoned house... Well, not abandoned. There's an old dude that lives there and is... Him and his wife. Uh, investigating... And their nurse. Yeah. Uh, the Their missing daughter. Mm-hmm. Uh, something, something. Like, the first game's very weird, I guess. I don't remember. Like, not much of it matters, honestly. No. Um, besides, uh, spoilers, you never find out what happened to their daughter by the end of the first game? Yeah. Drat. Uh, it's... It's revealed that the old man was secretly a woman the whole time, has been 
since birth and his father made him raised him as a boy yeah and then the nurse was the uh, secret red nun of madness mm-hmm. who then gets killed does she yeah <laughs> as well as the dad oh yeah they both die in the first game what about the mom i think i thought she was already dead but i don't know i heard it maybe i don't know dead or dying because i'm pretty sure all three of the other characters are dead at the end first game womp, womp. so this game then explains how kind of all of that comes to be also what happened let me get closer to the mic also what happens after yeah it oh boy <laughs> That's not helping. Am I? Anyway, <laughs> uh, what uh, comes through is you get the first timeline. I don't even know how it introduces it. It starts with the guy interviewing the old lady. Right. That's what I figured. Yeah. That's how it basically ends as well. Mm-hmm. So we're doing like recursive inception timelines. Uh, the the whole game is... Yeah, easy, straightforward plot development. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good, 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 good. The whole thing is an old lady telling a guy about all of this mm-hmm. is theoretically how it's set up. And so this old lady is telling the story about now we go into the past. Do, 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 do. About whoa. Oh, I already forgot her name. <laughs> uh, Jennifer. Jennifer is the main character. Mm-hmm. And she is at this like hotel. The Ashman Inn. Yes. Yeah. Which is uh, Ashman is the name of the guy who runs the hotel. He took it over when his parents died. He also has connections to a drug company. Yeah, he's one of the founding executives, like scientists. Yeah. He's high up in whatever. Uh, well, I guess the game starts with a commercial for the drug, which is uh, phenoxyl. Yes. Yeah, about it. Uh, it makes the your, the stress go away. Well, it uh, override. It, it helps you forget the traumatic memories. Yep. Yeah. That's what it's sold as it helps cure your ptsd by like blanking the memories that cause the tea yeah yep got there or um forget that your husband beat you because you burned dinner yeah that's actually one of the examples yeah because it's presented in that like super shitty 1950s (laughs) yeah uh he scolds you about i don't know trying to break out having a gun smoking yeah yeah because you're a rebellious teenager i was gonna say bad girl basketball girl but I guess that doesn't come up till later. Yeah. Uh, you go back to your room and you talk with... Uh, Andrea, the head housekeeper, who takes you up there. Yeah. But who what's... tells you that uh, Ashman used to touch his sister. Yeah. Wait, which, you... like, out of fucking nowhere. Right. That's just information you get dropped on you. Like, a lot of times... A lot of times they get these... Bi- like, again, when they're like, oh, yeah, the uh, old man in the first game was secretly a woman the whole time. And then it's just, like, it and they just keep going. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of, like, twists in this game that they just give to you. And, like, fair early on so like you gotta wonder what the point of any of that was but yeah so she's like oh yeah ashman took over when his parents died and you know he uh is uh, the nun the what do you call a nunnery a convent yeah the convent down the road <laughs> burned down uh which was like a whole thing because ashman's sister was there because their parents put her in the convent to keep them away from each other because he kept touching her and you're like what the fuck is this yeah how old is jennifer's 
supposed to be? Like, 15? Why would you drop this shit on her? Right, like... Out of fucking nowhere. Welcome to the inn. Anyway, here's exposition dump. Also, apparently, um, Ashman adopted Jennifer. I guess? Uh, Because she was at some, like, runaway home? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, so she hears whistling in the walls, and then she turns around and Lynn's there. Lynn is the other person. Yep. Mm -hmm. More on her later, I guess? Like, a lot more. She's an important (laughs) character. (laughs) Like, a lot more. But it starts out with them just kind of bickering. Uh, Yeah, Jennifer has, like, her arm in a cast. Yeah. And then uh, her and Lynn are shitty to each other. Mm -hmm. And then they get in a fight, and Jennifer runs in the bathroom, and Lynn starts stuttering, and then Jennifer is making fun of her through the bathroom door. Yeah. You're a dumbass. Uh, and then the weird moth speakers go off and go, moth! No, they don't. They, they make like a clicking sound. <laughs> uh, much better if they just yelled moth. It would be. <laughs> I mean, for all like the subtlety that this game has, it might as well have. Right? I, I really wish they had just gone all the way into like hammy surreal nonsense like that. Just camp it up as hard as possible. Yeah. That would have been entertaining. It's just like, yeah, whenever we hear the word moth, we go into a trance. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, a metronome starts yeah. going over the... The PA system. Because, you know, ends famously have a PA system. Also, where the shit does this take place at? These, sorry. Inns famously have PA systems. In the bathrooms of the, like, guest rooms. Yeah. What? Yeah, no, for important announcements. <laughs> like an old folks home, maybe? I don't know. I, I don't know. Also, where is this supposed to be located? No idea. Like, I assumed it was in Italy, I want to say. Damn. I don't think so, but sure. Uh, that I think it was uh, an Italian flag they had hanging. And bear in mind that, like, my, my flag knowledge ain't uh, that good. But I assumed Europe somewhere. But because Jennifer had an English accent for no reason whatsoever. Right. That's like everyone, no one here really pulls an accent. So that's why I was kind of uh, not assuming Europe, but who knows? Hang on. Blah, blah, blah. I mean, it was written by an Italian, so maybe. Uh, nah, it doesn't really say. I didn't mean to derail you. It's not worth looking up. <laughs> oh, God. See, it's great because the plot section of this game on Wikipedia is just so dense with nonsense. Anyway, you, uh, so the clicking starts. You open the door and Lynn's gone. And then you go out into the hallway and you see uh, old lady Agatha. Uh, Becky, yeah. Yeah, whatever her name is. Andrea. (laughs) Uh, I don't know why in my head she was just always Becky. Putting down a plate of food by, like, a vent. Like you do. Yeah, and is like, here you go. And (laughs) then wanders off. And (laughs) you go and you lift the lid and it's like a crow covered in maggots. Yep. And then a hand shoots out of the vent and grabs it. And then she's uh, oozing gray slime and standing right behind you and is like, we all float down here. Basically, yeah. Yeah, what is she on about? You saw the wall, man! Yep. So she tries to murder you. Yeah, which is like... <laughs> so there isn't a whole lot of enemies in this game, but they all follow the same pattern of... um, You have objects that you can pick up, you know, around in the hallways and the rooms or whatever, that you can just chuck at this bitch's head. And after so many, it uh, knocks her out, quote-unquote, for an amount of seconds. It doesn't feel like it's very long. Uh, otherwise... They continue to bludgeon the shit out of you until they finally get some, like, final kill animation where if you have the skill leveled up that you can finally, like, use an item that you have easily to uh, stab at them. That doesn't take them down, mind you. It just, like, makes them piss off. Yeah, yeah. So you have to, it, like, it gives you the prompts on, like, what you need to do. So it's, like, get into the 
something room, the lounge, and use the telephone to call for help. Yeah. But it doesn't tell you how to do that because the lounge doors are just locked. Oh, see, uh, yeah, this is one of the many times where the game doesn't tell you what it wants you to do. Yeah. Because what you have to do is hide for an amount of time, and then uh, Andrea gets bored and then fucks off back to the lounge where she's sewing, I think, and just, like, bitching to herself. Yeah, she's just sitting there doing something, some kind of, like, busy work. But, yeah, so she just fucks off and op- unlocks the door and, like, that's what you have to do. Yep. I didn't know I was supposed to hide. So I died definitely the first time just running around like, what am I supposed to be doing? Uh, same. Or I would get stuck like in a corner and then I couldn't escape. She just bludgeoned the shit out of me until I got stabbed in the head. Yeah. Which is really cool because like next to one of the doors into the lounge, there's a chair. And on the other side of the chair, there's like a cut a cutout. It's like a, there's a hole in the wall that's like child sized. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I need to go over there and just like duck under and no, you can't do that. No, that's a button prompt that it doesn't give you until she's in there yeah yeah you literally aren't allowed to just go into the lounge Mm -hmm. well like if you're sprinting and there's a door open she can just like shoulder check it open and it like damn near flies off the hinges but you can't do that for like this little flimsy lock on this door yeah like just kick that bitch open it's one of those things where it's like oh this is the way the game has decided it's going and that's it or like her arms in a cast use the cast to break out a window because the one side the one side of the lounge doors have glass panes in them yeah for you know safety and security yeah what are you gonna offend the lady that's trying to kill you with Fuck. a pair of scissors <laughs> smash that glass get going yeah <sighs> anyway so it's stupid you hide she opens the lounge you go into the lounge you, the door is now open but the you have to go slower the bird she has in the room fucking call at you and she gets all pissy about it yeah so she'll see you so you have to sneak your whole way through whatever but then you get to the telephone and it's locked cool no so to do that you then go out the other side of the lounge and you go into the laundry room and you I don't know make a noise and she comes scurrying into the laundry room complaining about god knows what you hide she throws her clothes in the laundry and then leaves and then you go and fish out of the laundry hey look it's the key well well when you get in there the door locks behind you so then like you have to wait for her to come in to unlock it yeah great now you have the key you go you can unlock the telephone you call I don't know it's like two three two pound or something Uh, Uh, 213 pound, yeah. Yeah, because you're calling Lynn's room? Yep. So Instead of just, like, knocking on the door or wall because it's right next to Jennifer's room? Yeah, it's fine. Or yelling? (laughs) Yeah, whatever. I don't know. So it unlocks the door. You go over there and then, like, oh, I should go out to the balcony. But the balcony's locked. Yeah. Which, again, it's an all-glass door out to the balcony. Like, it's one of those very thin wood frames. And then, like, yeah. Just glass panels? Almost entirely just glass panels. Well, but like it's winter, so like you don't want to, you know, it's her room. You don't want to be cold in there. Oogie. I guess. So you have to get into the safe, but the safe doesn't have power. No. So you get, you go into the bathroom and the thing sparks and you grab the electrical wire and you're like, look, electrical wire. So you go back to the phone, you dial uh, 2134 and it's like, to reset your safe, punch in the code. Mm-hmm. Great. And they give you the code. And then you go down to the basement area and it's like, stick the wire in the thing. You've got electricity now. Ta-da. And then you go back to the safe, punch 
punch in the code, open the safe. I, there's stuff in there. I don't remember. I don't remember what's in here. Yeah, you go out onto the balcony, and then I, somehow old what's or not knows you're out there. Uh, well, yeah, because you've been running around like an asshole. Uh, well, if you're me, because like fuck still, that's not what we're here for. And yeah, she like uh, hears a mouse fart in the hallway, and she's like, "Oh, Jennifer must be on the balcony." Right, like you can be stealthing this whole time, and she's just like, "She's on the balcony." <laughs> Go, go, go. And starts running at you. Like, yeah. what the fuck? Again, so it's one of those, this is what the game has decided is happening. I don't feel like I'm, you know, in control of this game at all. Nope. You then uh, go around the balcony. You push a trash can and climb through a window. In- <laughs> Becky can't follow you here. Yes, into this locked room. Locked from the outside room. Damn. Which is not how doors typically lock. I mean, it depends on what the room is. Plenty of doors lock from the outside. Well, because it's like, uh, it's the like management closet or whatever bullshit from the lounge room. So like, it makes sense that the lock is on the outside. It's not just like someone's room or some shit. Sure, I guess. Anyway. (laughs) I do not know of a single interior room that doesn't not open from the inside. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, no, that's weird. Right. Like that's, it's not how you you design doors. Like if you're inside a room and you're like, this door's locked, there should be a way to unlock it because like, otherwise that's a safety hazard. From the inside. Side, you should be able to get back out of it unless you're intentionally trying to keep someone in there. Yeah. Yeah. Weird that. <laughs> anyway, it's also full of birds because this is old what's her name's like uh, room. Yeah, it's old Andrea's crazy bird room. Yeah. You look around until it, you, like, again, you literally just have to look at things until it triggers. Oh my God, she's coming for reasons. You hide in the, it's not a closet, it's like a dresser because it's, it's just like there. I thought it was like a locker. No, because that got, could like, be a later. Sliding I mean, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't it like the birds you piss off and then she's like oh my birds so she comes in and then you're like oh the master key she she comes in oh my birds it's fine and then she literally sits down and immediately falls asleep yeah like okay but you sneak we've all had those days yeah yeah, yeah. you sneak out you grab her key you're getting you have to stealth or piss off the birds and then you're leaving the room and she grabs you not so fast which i hated yeah, and then it forces a combat section where you have to bludgeon her with shit around the room until you knock her out. So then you can reach for the key and ah, she wakes up. No, so you have to do it all again. Yeah. Fuck me. Why? Oh, no. I mean, you can leave. Uh, The first time you try and grab the key, she like doesn't let you. And then once you knock her out, when you go to reach for the key, she immediately wakes back up. So then you have to do it again. Yeah, but the door's unlocked. Oh, is it? Yeah, you can just head outside. Uh, but you need the master key for the next bit oh so you still have to fight her but you can go run and grab like stuff from the lounge and shit to fight her with oh sure but you still yeah you fight her you beat her up knock her down and then she falls and you grab the go to grab the key and she's like aha i'm not actually defeated then you do it again which is funny because they actually uh we are playing post patch originally you have to knock her down i think four times fuck that noise right and they cut it to two holy shit i mean we will talk about the glitches and bugs and just absolute fuckery that this game has. But, like, I was watching footage of it on console. Boy, I'm glad we played it on PC. And post-patch. 
Fuck. Because I've seen PC recordings from like when the game came out. Oh boy. <laughs> hey, I love a good T pose for dominance, but yeah. fuck. Anyway. Um, and then it's like we go to the medium timeline. Yes, where it's uh, Clary Starling interviewing Mason Verger. Yeah. Yeah. Where the investigator woman, I'm assuming from the first game as well, she's supposed to be the same character. Yeah. Uh, uh, who's going by uh, Rosemary Reed? Yeah. Yeah. Is interviewing uh ricardo ashman what old is man it? ashman yeah yeah uh starts with an a i don't know she's she's, she's asshole because yeah. he's an asshole Fuck she's interviewing guy. ashman yeah and he's in a bed with like half face he's fucking two-faced up yeah no like uh google mason verger that's what he looked like <laughs> so uh he he's all on i don't know dumb stuff he's like he constantly is just a garbage human being yeah he uh, exposition dumps and and uh, gives away a lot. Right. Like, his whole section is just, here's linking everything. Yep. Uh, is it here he says that he's actually Jennifer's dad, and Jennifer is actually Celeste, the missing daughter of the uh, couple from the first game? I believe he definitely confirms that Jennifer is Celeste at yeah. this point. But I don't remember if he drops the knowledge bomb that he's your real dad. No, he, he goes into that pretty early. He's yeah. like, yeah, I raped her dad mom. Ha <laughs> ha. You're like, ugh. Yeah, right? Because he's a gross monster. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's it. Yep. Yep. Uh, because, oh, he, oh, man. Yeah, he goes into it because, like, he, I raped her, or him because something, something. He took the woman of my life from me. Yeah, the woman that he loved married, fuck, I can't remember their last name. Uh, uh, the other uh, guy. Feltons. Yeah, Felton's. Thank you. <clears throat> and so, like, to get back at him, he raped him, and then he got pregnant and then they had celeste and like uh rosemary dr reed investigator reed i forget what she's going for here it was just like taking it all in stride like uh-huh yeah you're gross so where is she now yeah and we go back in time back in time i don't know we probably get one of the flashbacks at this point where jennifer first gets to the inn yeah where she sells drugs and is a terrorist or whatever yeah banter between her and Lynn. Yeah, because Lynn's trying to be friendly and uh, Jennifer is just being a big old shitwad. Yeah. I want to make friends. Bleh, fuck this place. Yeah. And then we cut back to current, not current, but like... Middle time. Middle-ish time. Where Mason Verger's got a gun on Clarice? I don't know. What's the next gameplay section? <laughs> <laughs> Hold up. Uh, you run away from Andrew. Oh, no, you go down to the office, and Ashman walks in, and he pulls the gun on uh, Jennifer. Yeah. And then he gets all uh, gray ooze from his face. And what the game wants you to do is, uh, while you're being shot at, because he just has perfect aim, is uh, take Jennifer, run to the corner, grab a fire extinguisher, and then spray it with him to cue the cutscene. But what really happens is uh, you don't know where the fire extinguisher is and then when you finally find it and you spray it it goes and then fucking nothing happens and you get shot and pistol whipped to fucking death repeatedly for a goddamn half hour yeah the game works flawless functionality yeah but like uh to cue the cutscene you like spray it in his face and he goes blah, 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 and then just bats her in the fucking head with the gun and yeah. she gets knocked out and then you get more cutscene with uh investigator rosemary or whatever mm -hmm. uh then lucky detective rosemary reed yeah something something again he this is where he's exposition dumping about how felton was 
the one who ruined my life by taking things from me, and I'm garbage. Uh, we made the drug something something. The drugs blind people? Yeah, the drug would, the nuns, yeah, because she asked about the convent. Yeah. Where, like, they were using the convent to test this drug, and it made them all extremely photosensitive to the point where they're basically blind. And then something something, mind controlled, something something. Uh, yes, they also developed mind powers. Uh, the Lady Felton was addicted to it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right. Uh, in the, uh, I forgot about Deadly Premonition meets Richard Harris meets fucking Fear. I forgot about that one. Sure, 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 sure. Because they're going for, like, some weird fucking psychic soldier bullshit. Um, and then we go back and, like, Jennifer is in bed and they're all, like, hovering over her, like, everything's normal. <laughs> you just had a bad dream, but yeah. you were there and you were there. And you describe, uh, oh, what is his name? Michelangelo, the, uh, creepy dude in the walls. Right, uh, Professor Wyman? Yeah, Professor Wyman. Yeah, uh, with the baby face and the stick legs and the spine cane. Yeah, the spine cane. And Which is actually kind of sick. They're like, you couldn't have seen him. He's been dead for years. Old man Wyman's been dead for years. He's not living in the walls. <laughs> uh... At some point, Lynn, like, basically tells you, nah, everything's real. Shit's fucked. Yeah, uh, Andrea and Ashman leave because you're bringing a hysterical woman. Uh, Andrea says some shitty thing on her way out the door. Uh, fucking kids, blah, blah, blah. And Lynn stays behind because she's got a hard-on for Jennifer. And then she's like, it's all real. You're not crazy. I believe you. I know it's true. Yeah. And Jennifer's like, what the fuck? I'm really uh, trying to piece this together. Like... It would have been better if we had recorded like two weeks ago when I finished the game. Yeah, same. Uh, but because it's like, again, it's this slew of stuff where it's like, all right, at some point now we have to develop your Acheronchia powers. I, I didn't even hear. Right. I'm like, I'm trying to remember how we transitioned to that. Uh, do you cut from here to later when you're working at the restaurant? The restaurant attached to the inn. Yeah. Where you're like in there cleaning and then every Everyone's like, the metronome starts going off and people start getting weird again. And then it's, uh, what's her fuck? Gloria? I don't even remember her name. No, not Gloria. I mean, I'm pretty sure that's secretly Gloria, but... Which is weird that Ashman went... Maybe he didn't... I don't know. It's not. Fucking whatever. Uh, the other girl who's there. Surprise. The other girl that they, like, never talk about. Yeah, uh, when shit start getting weird, she's like, you have to use your special powers. And Jennifer is like, fuck you on about. She's like, just concentrate. Use the force, Luke. Is that when you get thrown in the meat? locker yeah yeah so yeah you concentrate and you use the force to get out moth force yeah you control moths it's it's not a good force power it's real bad <laughs> uh but it gets you out of this sticky situation and then i don't know again the, the game like tells you what to do and it's all real dumb uh okay so you have to sneak around while everyone is like kind of bugging yeah you make your way from the kitchen to through the restaurant when you come up to a door only, there's a dog there. Yeah, you're supposed to get out. You're trying to get outside, but it's guarded by a dog. Yeah, uh, a surprise dog that no one has ever mentioned yet. Yeah, plot device dog. Plot device dog, who you upset by using the moths, and then uh, Andrea comes up, sees the dog barking nothing, and then just murders it with some scissors. Yeah, as is her way. As is her way. That's basically what she does. And then when uh, she does that, you uh, walk out the door? Something like that. And then the fucking nun shows up? Yeah, 
you you get outside a different way but you get outside and then yeah you see the red nun and then you go back in right like this is where i'm trying to like because it's fucking weird right here. yeah you go you're back in and then uh they so i think the them telling you it was all a dream was after this was it i think he knocks when he knocks you out you end up in the meat locker and then after you see the red nun they tell you it's all a dream and then lynn tells you that it's real and she tells you about the dumb waiter to get to the basement yeah because the basement the <clears throat> dumb waiter takes you to the basement where the mind control is happening mm-hmm. <laughs> so you go down there and then they throw the dog corpse after you yeah <laughs> so fucking weird it was pretty fucked up yeah because at this point i was streaming yeah. and then uh and uh forgive me i cannot think of the person who'd said it but i was like oh can you check on the dog so like i go up to the dog i was like yeah, i'm pretty sure that dog's fucked and then you go down the dumb waiter and they just toss the dog corpse after like yeah he wasn't dead now then he fucking is now <laughs> And in the basement, you learn, like, so much exposition, which is really, I gotta say, the majority of the game. They just dump on you, like, oh, yeah, no, uh, Dr. Wyman is alive. Ta-da! He is stalking the walls of this place. That's cool. Um, And he's doing that because they're all part of, oh, God, the broken porcelain phase of the uh, phenoxyl. Yep. So this drug causes mind-linking, mind-control powers. However, it is uh, taken over by one person, the head Acheronchia. The mother Acheronchia. Yeah. Yeah. And she can control all the other people in the mind-control pool. And so when they you did this on the nuns, Gloria, uh, Ashman's sister, became the mother Acheronchia, and she could control the nuns. Yep. Which is why they burned down the covent. Convent? Yeah, whatever. Uh-huh. <laughs> the nunnery. Yeah. Which, like, this bugs me to no fucking end. You know, like... Like, if you're going to go with an insect with a hive mind, because, like, that's just what it feels like, why would you pick a moth? Famous for the giant moth hives that are out there. I I don't get that. They're just like, ah, these moths, they're psychic or something. And I'm like, okay. Well, yeah, but they call it the death's head moth because it looks like there's a little skull on their back. Yeah. You know, you might have seen it from the cover of Silence of the Fucking Lambs. Yeah. <laughs> um, Yeah. <laughs> So they burn down the nuns, uh, which is the thing. Like, yeah. they don't they don't clear them out. They are trying to kill them. Yeah, all. no, no, they're they're straight up trying to burn the nuns down. Yeah, uh, but then the. People at the end, the old what's-her-name and the Lynn and Wyman are still, like, they, they've they been, had the drug used on them as well. Uh, but without a uh, mother Acherontia, their psyches are, like, shattered. And so when the metronome ticks off, they enter that, like, crazy moth state. Yeah, it throws them into, like, a trance and then somebody can take over. Yeah, and Wyman had it set up so that the, it, he's the one technically in control but he was only like in the way of like he his recording is in control because he got looped into it as well yep so now basically no one's in control which is why they're stuck in the loop yeah like the person who originally put them in the loop is now also in it with them and so they're just kind of like trancing back and forth forever although you could think as soon as they're aware of that they could just like stop the recording from going off but hey whatever so because Lynn told you, hey, break the cycle, you like fuck up the recording. And then so there's no more metronome. Uh, oh, uh, because Jennifer's mom was addicted to the phenoxyl. I keep wanting to say fentanyl. I know, right? Uh, she has a sort of like immunity to it. Yep. Don't that, That's all they cover. Yep. Because your mom was super doped up. You can't be. Yep. Okay. No, that's how it works. Shut up. Yep. <laughs> 
And then, so you mess up the recording. Something, something? Uh, okay. So you fuck up the recording. You try and leave. This is where you try and take Lynn to the garage. Yeah. Okay. Wyman tries to murder you. Yep. You shoot him with a nail gun. It doesn't work. Yeah. They finally give you the nail gun. And that, like, the very first part of this game, it's, uh, you're Jennifer with the nail gun and Wyman's coming after you and then he murders you and then, cue credits. Yeah. That's the intro scene, I guess. It, yeah. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. So it just, like, throws you in but doesn't tell you anything, which is basically the just the game. Uh, yeah, so you have to get... Well, you make it to the garage, and then you have to fight Wyman off while Lynn, I don't know, is just sitting there waiting for you to beat him? Because, like, I think... Is she supposed to be hot-wiring the car? Is that what it is? I believe so. But she's just there. Yeah, she's just kind of, like, hanging out. Like, fuck, hurry up. What are you doing? Yeah. You're like, this dude's immune to nails! You gotta shoot the lights. Yeah, you gotta shoot the lights, then he pisses off. And see, I didn't know that, so I spent, what, like 20 minutes just taking all of the objects in the room and throwing them at this motherfucker and then shooting him repeatedly with a nail gun to fuck it. it was... mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because you shoot the lights because, remember, the uh, phenoxyl makes them susceptible to light damage. Okay. Well, then why didn't the lights bother him at any point? <laughs> shut up. Okay. <laughs> no think, only light damage. Also, don't moths like light? Like, yes, shut up. Okay. <laughs> So you get the car hot-wired, and then you drive and crash into the old nun house. Will you take off, and dun-dun-dun, you've got a Wyman on the roof. Now, you watched him crawl through a vent, you took off, he wasn't there. How did he get on the roof of the car? I assume he can teleport. That makes sense, yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, Wyman literally pulls Lynn out of the car. Yeah, sure. Yeah, which, like, okay, so they were driving down this uh, country road in the middle of winter, and... Uh, wherever the fuck they're at for not that long right uh unless they had been driving for an hour they're awful fucking close to the goddamn convent which makes sense if that's where they were testing the drug at but it seems weird that it's so close not that you have like a good idea of like what where you're at what the surrounding uh, area looks like you don't even know what the fucking inn looks like because you only ever see the inside you don't have like any sort of establishing shot. It's like, you don't know how big it is. Right. It, there's very little sense of direction or scale or anything. It's just like, these are the places. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, you wake up at Burned Down Convent, the mm. castle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, like, another thing that, like, I assumed it was Europe because that bitch looking like a castle. And, like, you don't have those good stone convents anymore, especially in the U.S. Not that I know a lot of U.S. convents as it is. They're probably out there. If you want to go and get nunned up, ride in and tell us where you go. <laughs> yeah. I I mean, I'm willing to believe that it's in Europe. I'm willing to believe just about anything because you could make shit up. <laughs> Why not? So you are now being attacked by a nun. No. Nun in all red. Is it the... The red nun Wait. Sh shoot her with a nail gun is it the red nun no it's lynn oh no no you shot her with a nail gun you dick is this before or after the basketball scene this has to be after all right where they almost kiss yeah which is where they finally like establish which like you totally get yeah that they're into each other well at least lynn is into jennifer yeah because like i didn't get that jennifer was all that into lynn until they like lean into kiss and then which just like made me wonder is like is it that she's into her or is this like one of those it doesn't let's move on <laughs> Uh, so, oh no, you shot Lynn. And Lynn's like, ah, you shot me. You fucking shot me. I'm being controlled by the crazy lady upstairs. There's a crazy lady on the balcony. Just like doing laps. Yeah. I'm the real red nun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so you shoot her. Those strong reader repulsive vibes there. <laughs> fucking love it. 
Uh, you shoot her, she's like, I would have gotten away with it too if it wasn't for you damn kids and your meddling nail gun or something. Basically. I don't honestly think she says anything, right? She just like fucks off. Yeah, because you all end up back at the inn. So, hold up. How, uh, how, how do you make it back to the inn? I don't know. I'm honestly just like blanking here like, what the fuck? Like, I think it just hard cuts, right? Oh yeah, you just are back at the inn, but I don't even know why. But like... Like, why don't you and Lynn just leave? That was the plan. Uh, well, wait. Mm, Nail wounds? Is this when... No, because I don't do that till the very end, right? And I was like, is this when they go to the train station? No, the train station is the very end. I thought they had... No, that was also the basketball. Fuck a duck. I don't remember. Right, because this is where we get all our resolution where Gloria confronts Ashman, eats his face with moths, and then... Yeah, flesh-eating moths. Yeah. Whatever. And then she tries to get Wyman to kill you because, you know, Gloria's the mother Acherontia. And then Lynn's like, bitch, no. Right. Wyman, kill that bitch. Which, okay, so this whole time you see, uh, like, milk cartons and shit of missing girls. And you learn that Ashman has been looking for Celeste slash Jennifer because he believes she's the next mother Acherontia. Yeah. So they keep kidnapping girls or, like, runaways or whatever. Find a kid, you know. Take her back to your weird manor. Do some shit. And then, like, I don't know, murder them. Right? Yeah, That's what just, they do. Just kill them when it doesn't work out. Yeah. Uh, only, um, it isn't that it wasn't Jennifer, right? It's just that Lynn forced harder. Well, it, you learned at one point, like when you were in the basement, you learned that Wyman had a, like, he did experiments on Lynn and he favored her because she used to be part of the nuns and they used her to, like, uh, drug the nuns and then burn the place down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So as it turns out, she's the, she does the thing. I don't know why. Like, they don't really, it's not a, like, force of will type thing. or a th- They're just like, ah, great, you have control now. Yeah, no, like, I I didn't understand why it was suddenly, uh, oh, yeah, this is a thing Lynn can do, even though that's what they've been looking for Jennifer for the whole time. Oh, who knows? Sure, sure. So then you you play as Wyman. Yeah. <laughs> Which is honestly really funny, being, like, now being the stalker. Yeah, and, like, when, when you're first presented with this, like, I was kind of excited. Like, holy shit, now I get to be the unstoppable death machine and then it sucks oh it does you just lumber and swing your spine stick and that's it yeah and then fucking uh gloria shoots you and then she fucking runs away and then you have to play lame ass hide and seek while you baby face way around yeah oh which way did she go because again it everything takes too many hits but it's fine yeah so you do this for the next 45 minutes and then you uh wyman uh grabs gloria's like i'm gonna murder you and Lynn's all like, yeah, do it. And then Jennifer's like, Lynn, no, you're not like them. You don't have to murder. She's like, fine, Wyman, don't murder. And Wyman gets set on fire and dies. It's yeah. fine. But while he's on fire and dying, Gloria's like, I'll burn you and all your family. Yeah, and then cackles away into the night. Yeah, so then uh, Lynn and Jennifer... Uh, this is where you get like a million mop-up scenes. We Holy shit. We skipped the like uh, Ashman in the middle future uh, when he's being interviewed by what's her name, pulls a gun on her and is like, ah, I've got a gun. And then she grabs the gun and puts it on him and is like, you'll tell me where she is. And then drags him out of there. And then he's in a van in a field. Yeah. She uh, takes him out to murder him. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. He's in a van in a field and he reveals uh, that. I mean, so, oh God. Jennifer and Lynn go to a train 
filling station because they agreed earlier during basketball fun times that they would go to this talent show at some place in town. The top of the world, it's called. Yeah, because Lynn's real good at singing and stuff, and it was the promise they made to each other to get out of the inn and escape the madness. Mm -hmm. But then when they get to the train station, Jennifer's like, I can't leave. I have to go back because Gloria's going to go kill my parents. She said that that is what she said she was going to do. Yeah. God damn it, Lynn. You should have just let her die. Right. It's this whole weird thing where it's just like, hey, don't kill her. And you're like, don't kill the mind control nun with a uh, thirst for blood. Yeah. What? No, you, you nip that in the bud. We got to talk about your decision making. You let fucking baby face jam that spine stick down her throat. Just end it. But yeah, yeah no. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Let her live. Well, yeah, then the first game couldn't happen if she was dead. Correct. That's it. And, like they could have come up with some other dumbass reason for why this is somebody else. Like her fucking conscious was actually in Lynn the whole time. The person that you thought was Lynn actually isn't. Surprise twist at the end. But that would have been better than what we have going on here. Yeah. So she then leaves Lynn at the train station. <laughs> Though admittedly still not good. Yeah. Uh, goes back uh, to try to save her parents and fails as we learn from the first game. Also like the next line of dialogue. Yeah. When they're like, uh, she went back and failed. Gloria mind controlled her parents and basically took uh, control of her household. And you're like, okay. Yeah, they got to hang out for like two weeks and then uh, and Gloria showed up. <laughs> Fucked their shit over. Yep. Great. Uh, again, mid-future uh, investigator girl is actually Lynn because she's been trying to find Jennifer slash Celeste this whole time. Ashman agrees to tell you where she is if you agree to kill him because I don't know he's finally tired of living his weird half mold face life yeah uh, of being like one of the worst people on the planet I don't know he's old and a monster and he's just fucking over it I guess sure yeah both like internally and externally and he's aware of it not that he gives a shit right like he just sucks yeah so he tells you that uh, Celeste took another new name a third name name uh fucked off to sweden and has been a writer yep and then you have the choice to either shoot him or not shoot him uh so like i shot him yeah but i didn't want to yeah uh and the only reason i did is because instead of saying spare him the dialogue prompt was save him yeah and i was like no i ain't doing that i don't think you actually save him i shot him but like <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure uh, even if you hit save him, uh, you don't shoot him. You just lock the doors of the van and leave him there. I would much rather have done that. Which is like potentially way crueler because your di line of dialogue when you do that is uh, the thing that he says earlier is like, you don't deserve uh, death. You deserve to live a miserable, cruel existence. Damn. Yeah. Which I mean, like isn't wrong. Ashman's a piece of shit. Yeah. You know, uh, not only like she should have parked it in a fucking bog and just like let it sank like a foot and a half in some fucking water just so he could hang out there i mean he wasn't going anywhere dude's yeah. decrepit as hell yeah I wouldn't want him to like be able to put his head down and drown though. No easy outs for you. Yeah. So uh, we then get the final future update from the old lady. <laughs> right now, uh, if you recall at the beginning of this game, it was a guy interviewing, looking into the story. I think it is. 
Yeah. So interviewing what ends up being Jennifer. Celeste. Celeste. And he says, how do you know about the parts that you weren't there for? Which was, I said that out fucking loud. Yeah. And then he repeated, like, fuck yes. As he's like, you're just making up stories. And she's like, well, she reveals like last year, two years ago, as of future, future timeline. It was like the day previous. For Days all I of future know. past. No, yeah. it was like last year. Sure. Uh, she was contacted by someone who was like taking care of, I already forgot her name. Lynn. Lynn. And because Lynn's got Alzheimer's and is going to die. Yeah. So she flies back to see Lynn one last time. And then Lynn dies the next day after she got there. Uh, That's okay. the next day bit. So she saw her for literally one evening. Who fills her in and all the uh, extra shit she didn't know about. Yeah. Through the Alzheimer's. Hey, I mean, they're like, she, she could have a lucid moment up to a day, I guess. Whatever. Yeah. And then dies immediately. And then fucking dies. Sure. <laughs> Okay, okay. So she, he's now flipping through a book that's like all the garbage you looked at in the game. Yeah, all the like little collectibles and shit you could have picked up. Yeah, is just he's flipping through this book and he sees ah uh, this woman. And so the reason he's looking into it is because one of the girls who uh, Ashman had got before was his sister. Yeah, and that was the what he was looking into. She would have been fifty this year or something. Uh huh. And then uh, Jennifer Celeste says. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, did you... Because uh, he asked about if she ever saw Lynn before, you know, the Alzheimer's yep. trip. And she was like, no. Nope. Although I'm pretty sure Lynn went back to the top of the world plenty of times, hoping eventually I'd show up. I just didn't. Yep. But I knew because part of my psyche lived in her that I was always there in her head. <laughs> What? Which, so, like, the ending is supposed to be some sort of sad, you know, thing. But, like, I don't know. It just makes Celeste seem like a dick. Yeah. So, like, their whole relationship I read as uh, Lynn being super into her and Jennifer being into somebody that was there. And then afterward, wasn't really that interested in either, one, pursuing a lesbian relationship or, two, being interested in women at all. Like, it, that doesn't really matter because it doesn't come up. Yeah. It just seemed to me, like, that she wasn't that into her. And then, like, when you get that final, yeah, like, I, I never went back for it. I knew she was looking for me, but, you know, meh. Right. What the fuck is that? So, exactly. It doesn't read to me at all like a romance. No. Because uh, otherwise, Celeste slash Jennifer slash we never learn her secret Swedish name sucks. Yeah. She went back to save her parents, which lasted all of two weeks. So that was a failed attempt. And then why couldn't she go be with Lynn? Yeah. Literally nothing stopping her. At no point do they establish that, oh, if I went back, Lynn would, you know, be driven into Mother Akarantia madness. Like they never established a reason they couldn't be together. So she chose not. To mm -hmm. for what is basically established at this point, like 60 years. Yes. Yeah. But we know that Lynn basically never stopped thinking about her with the her going to Ashman, you know, at like 30s. Yeah. Hunt, trying to hunt Celeste down. You, know, like, you never find out if uh, Lynn found out where she was in Sweden or not. You can assume that she did and just chose not to, like, not to try and pursue her for whatever reason, which makes more sense to me than her never finding her. Yeah. But, like, man. Man, man. Well, because, yeah, Celeste says that, oh, well, you know, for Lynn, it was enough knowing that I was in Sweden and I was safe. Yep. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, she loved you so much 
that she headed back to the same place every year hoping that you would show up. And you knew this and just didn't. And she loved you enough that she was willing to get uh, at least, you know, meet with and deal with the person who inflicted an insane amount of trauma on her and you. Yep. Is that monstrous uh, piece of shit Ashman to go and, you know, interview him. Also, we know from the first game, she was willing to go to your family estate and put herself in literal actual mortal danger by confronting Gloria again. Yeah, which like if that takes place after this one, you know she knew about. Yeah, because then her parents are dead and also Gloria is actually dead. Yeah. So like all the loose ends are gone and they just at that point are like, well, ship has sailed. (laughs) Chuck that one up to a misconnection. Yeah. Dang. This isn't a love story. No, fuck no, it's not. (laughs) Oh, God. (sighs) Okay. Uh, So, bugs then? No, no, no. The game functions. Fine. Say okay. Oh, my God. Uh, So, like, there's... And uh, it's it, there's a bunch of it never crashed on me. So like let's let's set that bar low. It's uh riddled with weird glitchy bullshit. A ton of physics stuff. Now um, you were saying we played it post patch. We both played it on PC. It, it was still not great. And there isn't any like one thing. And there is certainly nothing game breaking that I ran into. But like it character models would get weird, and the physics on some items were just not right. And uh, you would get just stuck in a melee combo by the uh, Andrea or Ashman or Wyman, any of these stalkers just beating the shit out of you. And there's nothing you can do about it. I loved getting knocked down. Totally when my character stood up, get immediately caught into another animation from them. Yep. Just like, I guess this is me now. I'm dead. You don't get a good sense of scope for any of these surroundings, which is fine, I guess, because it doesn't take place in any of those surroundings, which almost makes the hotel feel sort of claustrophobic if you had access to more rooms than you do like the top floor that you can't get to uh the ballroom that you can't get into like once you're down in the lobby of the hotel there's like four or five or yeah like five doors all together you can get into two of them so it just feels like it locks you out for no reason and even if you just like wanted shit in there and just like it doesn't have to be anything in there but at least then it feels more fleshed out than ah, there's a whole section you can't get into but it also doesn't feel like it's set up like a hotel no not at all it's set up like someone's weird house with a large lobby. Yeah, it's a restaurant stapled on uh, like a boarding house. Generally what I thought it was at first. Uh, that makes sense. That <laughs> would make more sense if it was a fucking boarding house. Because the way, you know, Lynn and Jennifer have their own rooms. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, you just live in room 212. And it's like, what? Now, if they are the adopted children of the guy that owns the place and they're remote enough, I guess it makes sense that they would live like on site, but you would think that they would be in a house, not like in the fucking hotel itself. Oh, there is an upgrade system for some weird RPG elements. Did you get any of them maxed out? No. See, I got a few of them maxed out. Did it help? Well, the the ones that I I didn't bother with health because uh, I had the whatever thing makes it so it increases the window timing on you getting that stab in with a defense item. Like I had that skill maxed out, so like I didn't want my health to go up because then you would just take more of a beating before that occurs because that happens like right before you die. Now I had luck maxed, I had stealth maxed. Uh, if I was hiding in something and somebody tried to open like the closet door of the closet you were hiding in, you get a little mini game where you have to uh, keep the curse 
cursor in the circle. Yeah. At the top tier, like you barely move it and it just stays dead center. Ah, good. Good, good, good. It, it, it made it trivial, which is like fine. But at that point, if that's what we're doing, why have this mini game at all? Just cut that shit. Yeah. It, I mean, I thought the mini games were mostly useless anyway. Yep. Yeah. It, uh, I barely upgraded my shit. Because, like, I don't know. The game wasn't really that hard. No. It wasn't scary either. No. Um, it wasn't a lot of things. I, like, I don't get this game. Because I definitely came into it thinking this was going to be a horror game. It's supposed to be. And it plays like it kind of wants to be with its, like, really stupid keys, right? It you, wants to be, yeah. Right, you got to find this dumb thing to do the next thing. And it doesn't bother explaining. And I'm like, I know plenty of horror games that are like that. Yep. I don't like them. So it does that, which I hate. But then, like, yeah, it's never, it was never scary. Uh, while I think jump scares are the fart jokes of the uh, horror universe, which can be effective if done well, but are mostly just overplayed and not good. Once, once, when I was down in the basement trying to get to like film reel or some bullshit, and that first time Wyman pops out of a secret wall or a secret door in the wall, that one fucking got me. Did not see that one coming. Kudos to you, babyface. Which I keep calling him that because he's got this weird like doll mask over his stupid head. Yeah. I want to talk about the music, but I cannot think of any fucking music in this game except for that awful like movie and then the song that they sing together which in like it's trying to come up with uh you know like them relationship building but it kind of just feels like they're bored yeah again it's like they keep trying to establish like it's a relationship that's i'm supposed to care about but then again between a fair amount of the way the game plays out and definitely the ending i don't feel that way at all yeah no uh i don't have too much more to say on this game nah I mean, like, so every uh, chapter basically is shorter than the next one, which it is fine from a uh, we have to play this and get through it thing. But it really just like, I don't know, felt like they made whatever story they had and then we're just like, ah, fuck it. Just finish it. Yeah, those uh, those last couple of chapters are some uh, Dan Brown-esque ass chapters where it's just like, fuck, do a thing, next chapter, do a thing, next chapter. Oh, yeah. Damn, we're really plowing through it here. Oh, yeah. It's just like one of the chapters is the whole fight in uh whatever fighting lynn as the nun and then shooting the actual nun oh fighting lynn yeah that whole like again it's like two fights back to back and you don't change areas it's like a whole chapter yeah oh okay great Ooh, ooh, shit uh the it uh, we we haven't really talked about how clunky it is to move around and god forbid you want to hide and anything you have to interact with you have to get the like reticle sweet spot just right so it'll pick it up i don't know how many times i would have to open a cupboard to pull something out that in my attempts to grab the fucking bottle i would just repeatedly open and close the fucking cupboard door because as i moved to get it it'd move a fucking millimeter and just decide that i wasn't like on the right spot anymore yeah fuck me detection of you trying to interact with things was really bad yeah uh, which is part of why the fighting i thought was terrible uh you have to go up and stab people in the back and it like as long as you've stunned them it's easy but like sometimes it's really weird as you're like trying to stab them and I would just be like ah nope you don't get the you don't have the prompt for it I struggled so fucking much with those yeah I'm just like just let me stab them and they're like prompt's not there you can't do uh, it goo. 
I'm behind them. I don't see a prompt. Uh, you're not that behind them. It's fine. So, like, it's way clunkier than it... Ha- like, it doesn't need to be that clunky, but it chooses to be. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it has to do with the, like, weird collision, which just leads back into the constant glitches where stuff's clipping through itself and whatever. Whatever. Yeah, so it's not like a well-made game, which is a big issue. But then the 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 whole story I find to be garbage nonsense. And maybe someone out there likes it. And good for them. But, like, it does not come close to helping this game at all. Well, like, the, the non-linear way that it's presented feels needless. Yeah. Especially how they, like, what? Not, like, not even a quarter of the way through the game. They give you so much. Like, any twist they might have had, they just fucking immediately, let's get it out there. Well, because it's both, like, stuff that happens after the first game and a lot of the stuff that happens before the first game they can't really have too many twists i guess that doesn't mean that they can't no but it, it's just a whole bunch of stuff that's like gloria has to be alive at the end of the game yep which is dumb i like, mean from your character's perspective i don't see any reason they would let that woman live yeah yeah after they literally just watched her maul ashman's half of his face off with moths and then order wyman to kill you and then it was like nah let her go not even like tie her up first and try to you know get the police to take her and then she escapes prison fuck you write that in there that's fine yeah no they just let her leave well then you'd have to explain why ashman was back at his house later not that i I don't know yeah because they don't bother to explain like if they start explaining more things they'd have to explain a lot of things and like why is ashman not dead or in prison yeah no he's just like laying in a bed still at the inn yep and you go see him you there's like a receptionist there but then like when he pulls the gun on you and you're like if you shoot the receptionist will hear you and he's like the receptionist left at five today it's just you and me no it's when you take the gun from him and he's like shoot me you fucking coward and so, like what no no you're right because yeah. he's like oh yeah no if you shoot me the receptionist will hear you. yeah what receptionist <laughs> like what the fuck is any of this where is he and why is he yeah but also doesn't Wyman take her upstairs and like because she ends up tied to a wheelchair because it ain't Ashman doing it. Who and when? The middle timeline when she gets the gun on her and you have a chapter where you have to play as adult Lynn. She wakes up tied to a wheelchair. How did she get there? Like uh, it's, the camera cuts to Ashman. It cuts back to her and Wyman's just standing behind her. I'm pretty sure. Which means that he didn't die. And not only did he not die, he's also like 700 fucking years old at this point. Oh right. Because well, there's a whole Oh, God. She, uh, Lynn has the spirit, or like, the spirit of Wyman lives in the psyche of everyone still. Yeah. Because there's this weird, like, darkness period where, like, she looks into a mirror and Wyman's on the other side of the mirror. Yeah, yeah. and part of being in control at a certain point, if you can't maintain it, your own psyche fragments. That's the porcelain phase. So, like, Wyman's murder hobo psyche lives on through all of them yeah i guess i don't know slash alzheimer's yeah yeah oh, if i all right 
right, right, let's wrap this bitch up. Yeah, the game's bad. Uh, <laughs> I really did not like this game a lot. Uh, we've played some real stinkers recently. And um, no, I, I was afraid going into this that those would cloud my judgment into thinking this was better than it was. That's not true. <laughs> I hated this game. I want to like horror. I don't like survival games generally. And the way that the story is presented is so nonsensical and like the way that it dumps exposition at you feels badly written and the characters don't make any fucking sense. And I didn't like playing it. Yeah, there, there was no part of this game that I fucking liked. Do not play. I, I haven't played the first one. If the first one's like this one, I, I don't know why you would bother. I can't wait for Chris Daryl or whatever that bastard's name is to make another game so we can add that to the fucking list. I don't know. I, I don't want to play any anything that's like this. I'm out. I'm, I, I don't want this. Well, we still have to do Dudley Premonition too. So now that we're done with that, what do we do now? <laughs> now we answer letters from listeners like you. <laughs> Oh, we got a letter here. Hey. It says, hey. 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 So, <laughs> I, so I sent you a ton of fan mail. Then for like six episodes straight, you didn't have any. Which like, oh, I guess I'll finish reading this. Yeah. Uh, there might be a chance you didn't receive it. Uh, so potentially. Maybe. Like, I, I keep track of all of this. Any, you know, I mark ones that are uh, for us to react to. Um, also, uh, I don't, they didn't put their name in their email. So I'm not going to say it out loud. Um, but a lot of the things they sent us were recommendations which we don't read out on the the episodes yeah not usually no we just add it to the list yeah so any recommendations just get kind of put onto our list and like slotted away so if it, if there's nothing really to like talk about then we're not really gonna read it yeah uh, which then they ask us to react to this YouTube video which uh, with our current audio only medium doesn't really work yeah if we were a video setup maybe but like this uh, how's that gonna work it's gonna be like you get to hear the audio maybe with these mics i don't even know that it would pick it up yeah or like we'd have to both watch it separately beforehand and then like it wouldn't be an actual like active reaction i don't know it, it doesn't really work but they do have also follow up with a question that is <laughs> oh boy so i'll probably watch the uh, youtube video after this just check it out also what's your thoughts on free will versus determinism do my actions being predetermined take away from their effort or my ability to choose cheers which like holy shit quick turn into like uh, I, I love deep that. metaphysics and philosophy uh well you can't have both right well yeah uh well i guess you can if your actions are predetermined but it's your own choices that get you there is that not still free will well that then your choices aren't predetermined yeah yeah so you get one or the other and so like either um the effects of everything it was the idea in physics at least wise is that if you could know the uh, motion, the uh, uh, whatever. I'm not gonna make my dumb joke. <laughs> cool. Um, if you knew the position, velocity, and momentum of every particle in the universe, you could know everything that was going to happen forever. Is an idea set forth by physics a long ass time ago. Now, obviously, that's like an insane thing. And then you know you get into the whole like uh, quantum mechanically, like electrons are places. Whether or not they're actually in a single position with a single velocity is debatable. <laughs> so. There's a whole amount of like, we can't even like properly measure these things that we say if we could measure everything we would know. And that's the like physics level, but then the, you know, philosophical level of like, are we just the compounding actions of all the things that have made us who we are? And like, if given a choice, will 
I select this, do we know that I'll select this? Uh, I personally lean towards uh, free will. I think that like truly determining what someone's going to pick is nearly impossible. The amount of variables that exist within our world are so large that it would be almost indistinguishable to us as people. Right. Like it's. Uh, I was about to say something along those same lines. Like, uh, yeah, I don't think that with absolute certainty everything is decided based on the choices and actions of what has been decided beforehand. I think that's our moving forward point, and that might reflect your decisions moving forward, but I think ultimately it's free will. And we can talk about nature versus nurture on, like, in decision making on a personal level, but for, like, I don't know what the scope of the question was. If you're talking, like, humanity as a whole, no. I'm not for determinism. I don't think that's how anything would work. Yeah. Philosophy. (laughs) Got anything else you want to say? Uh, Yes, but I don't want to, like, ramble off for the next 45 minutes on philosophical questions. I get that. Although I did really like that. That's not really our brand. No. um, But, like, I dig that shit. We're way too dumb for that to be our brand. That is so much much more different than what we normally get. That's fucking awesome. I'm going to be fucking thinking about that, though. Also, like, I've never heard the term determinism before. Oh, all right. You know, sometimes someone write in a question just so I can talk about uh, random nonsense like that. But uh, specifically the, uh, oh, what's the space paradox about why we don't see other civilizations in space? Because there's like a million theories and they're fun to discuss. Yeah. Oh, recently someone I know was talking about the dark forest theory and I was like, it's amusing, but. I don't know what that is either. uh, The idea that space is like a dark forest and that any civilization that advances to a point realizes that uh, any civilization that could contact them is actually more dangerous than, you know, like potentially helpful. So everyone tries to hide the fact that they exist. So uh, other advanced civilizations are, you know, actually not trying to contact other people because they realize it'll be more dangerous than beneficial. And then humans are out here just spewing radio waves. Yes, it's nothing but radio waves constantly. Because we're optimistic and dumb creatures. And we get the occasional message back that's like, hey, shut the fuck up. (laughs) That if we were to get a message back, that's what it would be being like, what are you fucks doing? Yeah, shush. (laughs) But, you know, human's gonna human. What? Uh, that it for questions? Yeah, that's it for uh, today. We still got a few, but as always, I love having more. So if you have questions, comments, concerns, anything you want us to uh, talk about here on this here damn bear podcast. Hey, just think, maybe one day we'll hit that point where we have enough emails, we get to read multiple an episode. Yeah, or we get then get to the point where like I have to start cutting emails. Like we just don't have room for this. Oh, that'd be so nice. Yeah, so you email thebadgamecast at gmail.com with all those things. Uh, if you want to get in contact with us anywhere else, be that Twitter, uh, Reddit, YouTube, uh, Discord. We've got a Discord. I still don't want to say we have a Facebook page. I was going to update it and then I forgot again. And like, I'm super far behind. Again, I'm considering just deleting it. Just do it. Fuck it. Right? Like, we should probably have it though. There's still a bunch of people on Facebook. That's my issue. I'm like, I know by deleting it and not updating it, I am making it harder on us. Yeah. That it would be better if we had the page to try to grow. Yeah, God damn it, Jason, we need the SEO. But also, I hate Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm never on there. Oh, no. So, uh, all those places, The Bad Gamecast, you can find us there. You can find us on Twitch. We stream live, uh, typically Monday through Thursday. Uh, check us out. We stream a variety, bad games, good games, old games, whatever, you know, we're kind of a variety.
variety stream. Yep. So check that out. And then uh, thanks to all our Patreons, everyone who supports us. Uh, you help keep the wheels greasy. Yes, to all of our Patreon supporters, you guys are the fucking bestest. Well, for the... Uh, uh, shit. Twitter. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jake Prey. And for the Bad Gamecast, I've been ready to read some Richard Harris books. I'm not psychic enough for this. Good night, everybody! I didn't even make a single Mothra joke. Wow. Why the fuck not? <laughs>